Well, welcome back to another scary episode of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. <laughs> I've got some great stories for you today. <laughs> well, I got some good old Thanksgiving stories. I found uh, these ain't really stories about uh, like places being haunted. These are like... Um, People on Thanksgiving uh, seeing ghosts or being in a haunted house, you know. So, it's going to be good. And then, I'm going to play some old, uh, play the old episode from uh, episode 30. Our first Thanksgiving special. It should be good. So kick back, relax, hit play, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, everybody. Welcome to Ghost Stories Told from the South. Hope everybody's having a great freaking uh, November. And all I can say is this year is flying by like a mother lover. It's going by quick as quick. As quick. Can't believe November's fixing to be over with, man. And I love this weather. I don't want winter coming. This is great weather. It's perfect. You know, when I was younger, I used to love summer. Not anymore. Now I'm older, I like this weather. Give me some spooky stories in a fire and cool weather any day over the sun. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a good week at work. And I want to thank everybody for the downloads. You guys are wonderful. I mean, we're starting to get over 400 downloads a month. That's nuts, man. I just want to say thanks to everybody for that. Thank you for keep listening. And sorry for that one episode I screwed up. I don't know how I did it, but uh, I got it fixed, though. So it's the right uh, episode this time. Yeah, I put one of my other shows on there and effed it all up. Didn't realize it till I was at work. Because I always uh, get these going, edited, and put them on uh, the platform. And they get them, they're done. They help me get them ready. And then at 6, they drop them for me. And when I went to check it, when I got at work, it was uh, not ghost stories told from the south. And I was like, son of a... So, uh, sorry about that. I had to stop real quick and go kick the dogs out of the studio. They're making too much damn noise in here playing. But thanks, everybody, for the downloads and the likes. And just thank you for listening, man. Well, (laughs) I guess we'll get on with it. Our first story here is... um, I guess it's called the Thanksgiving Day Ghost. The Thanksgiving Day Ghost. Here we go. A few years ago, I was at my parents' home for a family dinner on Thanksgiving Day. The house I grew up in, and I have never experienced anything paranormal paranormal, normal there. What happened to me this day was very surprising. And still bothers me to this day. I spent the early part of the day helping my mother in the kitchen preparing dinner. When uh, we were laughing and talking looking forward to sitting down and eating with the family. I mean with the whole family. While making pumpkin pies my mother needed uh, needed a break from the heat. Of the kitchen and went into the living room to uh, watch the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. I stayed in the kitchen and continued to work. While making the pies, I needed to go to the pantry to get some uh, ingredients. The pantry is located down a short hallway connected to the kitchen with the, with the back of the house. I grabbed the... I grabbed the items I needed and then headed back into the kitchen. I was almost back into the kitchen when I remembered that I forgot to grab something and quickly uh, turned around to head back to the uh, pantry. To my shock, there was a man standing near that area I was just at. It must have been two to three seconds and even he and then he was gone so she ran up the stairs with her arms full like oh crap i forgot to get something went back down turned around where the spot where she was there was a dude sitting there or standing there 
and then he was gone. I have never seen this man before, but I can remember he was wearing overalls and a hat. That that most disturbing thing for me was it seemed as though he reached to me. It was like he was either shocked that I saw him or he was shocked to see me. After seeing this man, I decided to not tell my mother or father. It wasn't until months later I finally felt comfortable enough to tell them about it. She was interested but said she never had anything unusual happen to her here in, the, here in this house in the whole 35 years that she's lived there. I know that I saw what I saw there. My question is why, who is he, and why did, it, why did I see him? In my 28 years of living and now visiting my childhood home, I have, I have so many great memories, but the two or three seconds on that Thanksgiving day seems to be buried into my mind more than anything else I have ever experienced in that house. Hmm, so sometimes maybe going home for the holidays isn't what it's cracked up to be. That is crazy. Maybe uh, she could see stuff. Maybe her parents had never seen it because they couldn't really, and she could see him, and maybe that's why she's been the only one to see the guy. You never know. Okay, here. Got another story. Our next story, uh, this one really don't have a title. It's just called uh, Ghost Stories on Thanksgiving. Every, uh... oh, okay. Okay, I got it right. Every Thanksgiving, two brothers and Frank <coughs> Watson used a nearby ghost story from, <coughs> from their grandfather. A former rail, a former railroad worker, their grandpa, would retell that spooky story of a place known as Duffy's Cut, located in Pennsylvania. In 1909, a man was walking home from a tavern. There, he saw a blue and green ghost dancing in the mist on one September night. The Pennsylvania Railroad kept a record of the incident, too. The man said I was, I saw, oh. The man said I saw with my own eyes the ghost of, a, of the Irish who died with the uh, Chalora a month ago. Oh, with the Chalera. Huh, Chalera. I guess that was some disease. Anyways, a dancing they were dancing around a big trench where they were burned. It's true, it's true, mister. It was awful. While they looked as if they were a kind of green or blue fire, they were a a hopping and bebopping on their graves. I I had I had heard the Irish were uh, haunting the places because they were buried without the uh, benefit of a uh, of a of a burial. So they were basically, I guess that what I take it from this, there's it's a big. They just made a big hole in these through all these people in there that died instead of giving them a proper barrier burial. <laughs> they did this, and sounds like. Um, these ghosts uh, are coming back and saying, hey, we're not happy with what happened. Sorry, I was checking my phone. Someone's coming to get my little boy to go watch the Ghostbusters. Uh, okay, the man said, yeah, yeah, yeah. After the uh, after their grandpa died, the, uh, the, the Watson twins inherited his old railroad uh, railroad papers. Turns out their grandpa was the assistant to the uh, Martin Climate to Martin Climate, the president of the pre uh, president of the Pennsylvania Railroad. From there, they were shocked to find so many 
uh, sightings with the blue and green uh, ghost in the area. According to Frank, one of the uh, site, one of the uh, people that seen it said, X marks the spot, basically. The twins believe that perhaps there was a uh, mass burial ground created when the landfill was made. The area, area was also the site of the original railroad bridge. Oh, well, pretty interesting. That's a pretty creepy story. Walking home from the bar and seeing some blue lights flashing. Well, that's probably why they're dancing there, because they never got a proper proper burial. I just can't talk for Dookie today. All right, let me get some drink of water. All right, we're going to do another one, and it's called The Thanksgiving Nightlight. It's past, it's past, think, now these are, aren't, these are not stories that, what I've seen, this is what people have seen. It's past Thanksgiving, I went with my family to stay over at my aunt and uncle's home in Connecticut. We live in Massachusetts. I stayed in my uncle's study where I slept on the floor in a sleeping bag. My uncle loves to collect various various objects from all over, some of which are very old. Many of his more in, interesting objects can be found in the study where I was sleeping. So basically, she got this set with the cre- sleep with the real creepy stuff. The first night was uh, uneventful. I woke up once, but did not check uh, the clock. Walking up the, uh, waking up in the night is not unusual for me, so I paid it paid it no mind. I was uh, si- si- uh, silently annexed when I was uh, lying awake and lying awake in there, which was unusual. But I just figured I was being uh, unreasonable and didn't want to go to bed, you know. The second night, there was... The second night, though, was... uh, Things got a little interesting. I woke up in the night and found myself more awake than usual for when I woke up in the night. This time, I checked at the time on my phone. I assumed since I left... felt so awake that it was maybe 5.30 or 6 6 as it can stay dark in that room until it is at least 7 to my surprise the time was 2.58 a.m. a few moments later bright white a bright white flashes became visible on the ceiling they were, they were very large and were in an almost star-like formation. They seemed that they would have a center orb of a lot, orb of light, but I did not see their see their centuries centuries since I was too afraid to look at them from head on. So she didn't want to look at them head on, basically. Just then, a very clear female voice spoke, almost from the back of my head. She said, Good thing you're too tired to realize what this really is. Then then she felt a bolt of uh, fear and a sense that something supernatural was going on. I thought I have slept. uh, Oh, I thought I had sleep paralysis. But I found myself able to move normal. I then shut my eyes, but could not feel that. But could feel that the flashes were still happening. The next morning, I searched the room for an electric device that would flash like that. I found none. Then I asked my uncle if there was anything that could do that. He said no. What did I see? It lasted from about 3 o'clock 
And then it was still going on when I was able to fall back to sleep around 3.30. Well, that's pretty fucking weird. That would definitely make me, uh, you know, poop my britches. Wouldn't be good. That'd be crazy as hell. How would you respond to that? How could you? Man, that'd be crazy. Okay, let's see what else I got in my bag of tricks. <clears throat> okay. The next story is The Spirit Haunts Railroad Line in New York. Another Thanksgiving story. This one actually happened on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving Day in 1902, a southbound train was nearing uh, Genovia, New York, and came upon the uh, Marsh Bridge. As the train approached the bridge, the engineer and the fire, oh, the fireman on a board heard a uh, piercing scream. When they looked up, they saw a white figure standing to the east of the bridge, frantically waving its arms. The engineer brought the train to a stop, and as he did so, they heard another scream, and the phantom disappeared before their eyes. The two men got out of the train and inspected the track in the surrounding area for the screaming uh, weirdo. They saw moments uh, moments before that. Nothing Nothing was out of place on the track, and there was no sign of any persons uh, or anything nearby. As they started across the bridge, they heard the uh, shriek on a. They uh, they heard the shriek one final time. The train. Uh, oh, they heard it for one final time. Then I guess they got back on the train, and then the train pulled into the station, and the men shared their uh, odd experience with the other railroad, railroad workers. They learned that there was an accident at the bridge years prior. The engineer and the fireman both died when the train went off the uh, Marsh Bridge. The article said that the uh, fireman's body was lost to quicksand and never recovered. Ever since that accident, a shrieking phantom is said to be spotted on this bridge every year around Thanksgiving Day. I still got more on it, guys. I'm not done. Okay, now this is uh, some digging up, I guess they, I guess they did on it. And it says, let me tell you if... Let me tell you, it was uh, not easy to try and figure out if the events happened or not. But we, they found an article from 1902 that that's really happened, and where it happened was all true. Uh, they said I was starting to think it was just all an urban legend, but I did not find any actual event that very close matches that details and story. But here was one article. The article says, Flood, railroad disaster near Genovia. A culvert gives way on the uh, Auburn ro uh, Road. The engineer completely submerged. Engineers found dead in the cab. The firemen drowned. Passengers on the car brick on the uh, chasmine. I don't get that part, but so apparently it did happen. Uh, but it was from a flood on March 29th, 1873. A train left Syracuse at 7:30 p.m. Oh, it's a fucking math question. Okay, if a train leaves Syracuse going at 5,000 miles an hour at 7:45, no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, that train left the uh, left Syracuse at 7:45. Heading towards uh, Rochester on the uh, Auburn Road. Within a half a mile of the town of Genovia, the train ran into a uh, slush of water, which had washed out a washed out a bridge over Marsh Creek. 
The locomotive uh, tender and badger car fell off the track and down into the uh, floodwaters. The uh, other cars disappeared into the water. Amazing, the passenger cars, some of the passenger cars stayed on the track and none of the passengers or the rest of the crew were seriously injured. So it was just a section of the uh, train, it sounds like. That fell and went boom, boom. Where was I at? No one was serious. Okay. The same could not be said for the engineer and the fireman. Both disappeared and due to the raining water, attempts to relocate their bodies could not be uh, made Im immediately. So they couldn't get their bodies. The body of the engineer was uh, found on the... Uh, Found that afternoon of Sunday, March 30th. Oh, God, he was found on my birthday. The body of the fireman was found quite a, di quite a distance away on the 31st of March. Ah, that's crazy. March 30th is my birthday. No. Anyways, well, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. Now I've got a little treat for you. I am going to play the Thanksgiving one we did last year. So, hope you guys enjoy that. I will check you out after that. And we'll wrap the show up after we uh, go down memory lane, guys. What do you say? I'll see you after, the sh after uh, this. Bye. And welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Ghost Story Still from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Stephen Lebeuz. Uh, we got some scary, scary stuff again for you tonight, uh, freaky fellas and ladies. And we also have a guest today. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Noah. Thanks for having me. Hey, hey, it's our new friend. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, we have, this is our 30th special. And oh, yeah, sadly, so it kind of ties in. I didn't yeah. think about that. <laughs> and sadly, it is also the last week of November. I know, this shit's going by too fast. I know. I still think it's ridiculous that freaking Halloween just gets smashed on. And... It's like, okay. okay. it's over. Let's get Thanksgiving. Oh, no, let's just bypass Thanksgiving and go straight to Christmas. Yeah. And shove that up your keister. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, I wish it lasted longer. I think but... next year we should have a Halloween like Christmas tree. Yeah. That'd be cool. Those are pretty cool. But uh, and we also reached 1,000 downloads today. Yep, yep, guys. So that that's was awesome good. sauce. That was pretty cool. That's like we've been doing this for six months. Yeah, now? this uh, month yeah. is our sixth. So pretty cool. Six months, you just got 1,000. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, especially for some country folk like us, just doing it out of our room. I know it's. it's if you've seen crazy. our setup, you'd be like, "Wow, really? You make it sound like so easy." But yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> that's well, what's funny. <laughs> I'll think we should go ahead and get started. I'm going to make Dad start today. Okay. And we will talk to you guys more at the end. I'm just going to do two back-to-back because, -back like I said, mine are short, really short. I'll do two back-to-back -back and then another two back-to-back. -back. All righty. All right, senor. Take it over. Okay, I'm going to go over the uh, Dove Camp, the Dove Creek Camp. It was a camp where the uh, rail workers work, uh, worked and camped and lived. Uh, mostly immigrants, because back then that's how they got a lot of the jobs, you know, for the immigrants. And it was mostly some of the Chinese. And they had these uh, camps. <laughs> they were basically just big-ass tents. They just traveled, you know, as they got the railroad going. Well, there was a stretch of land, you know, called uh, Dove Creek. And uh, people said they hear uh, lights, voices, especially the Chinese like Chinese chatter. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I'm not trying to sound racist, but, you know, Chinese language, I guess. And, uh, like, footsteps and stuff. And then, like I said, lights. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you can still see, like, little kind of, like, shallow graves. And you think it's a cemetery, but it's not. It's where their, uh, like, tents were. Because after oh, wow. a while, you know, from them staying there, it kind of like, dug a little hole in the ground. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, they get eerie feelings and stuff out there. There's like a nice monument they got built there for them. Oh, that's it's good. It's pretty sweet. It'd be nice to go check out in the middle of the night, though. Yeah. I don't that'd know what cool. I'm going to do Like whenever we like actually start like going and investigating and I see something for the first time that's like I'm going to wear the metal. Depends, so it don't look like a 
We'll see when I pee my pants. Get some adult huggies. Yeah. So you can take it. <laughs> That's funny. I'll be like, yes. Yeah, because I'd probably scare the poo out of me. Yeah, no, same. And see, and that's a, and that's another thing too. I mean, like these stories, I thought they was gonna be bigger, but they're all short. That's what I mean. Some of these stories we look up, we don't know how big they're gonna be until we actually do the work. Yeah, it all just depends. Just depends. <laughs> hmm, we were just talking about that. <laughs> oh, I didn't even plan that. Yeah. All right, Daddy. What's your next? My story? next one is uh, the Canyon Lakes National Park. Legend has it some cowboys once trapped a herd of uh, wild mustangs and drove them into the valley and left them there to starve and uh, die from uh, not getting any water and stuff, from dehydration. And uh, they say uh, in the mornings, mornings especially at dusk, you can see a herd of wild mustangs going across the prairie sometimes. Oh, wow. And uh, not so much at night, but they always see them in the mornings. But that's about it for them two stories. See what I mean? And I couldn't hardly find much about them. And every yeah. one I did was that short. Hmm. It's all good that all it could like it. It just depends. It just depends. Why can't I not talk? I don't know. <sighs> all right. Well, can't catch your tongue. I'm gonna go next, and I kind of did mine. Like I have a a handful that's from um a state, then another handful that's from a different state. Another handful it's from a different state, and normally I have like one here, one there, one here, one there, but it's kind of different this time. So you're gonna—that's different for me. Dad kind of does his all in the same place whenever he does his, but so yeah. Um, all right, well let's get started with me. Um, this is the Redmont Hotel in um, Brigham, um, Alabama. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, like you guys know, I can't talk. I think so. it is Brigham. Okay. I spaced it apart, though, so... Okay. Anyway, this is the Redmond Hotel, and it uh, stands 14 stories high. Um, apparently, it's the oldest operated hotel in Alabama. Um, and since its opening in 1925, the historic hotel has welcomed guests from all across the U.S. And I guess it's one of, like, Alabama's best uh, hotels for a weekend getaway. So I didn't really find much on the history, but like some of like the ghost stuff that happens, it's like kind of weird. So do tell some stories then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, somebody reported seeing the a ghost of a woman in white. It's always the woman in white in yeah. the stories. We've um, noticed that in hotels and lakes, there's a lot of women in uh, white. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or like the lady. Or the lady there's in very white or rarely like a gray woman or gray man or anything. Yeah. There's a couple of them are pink and green. Well, I'd like to cover that because everything we always gets like, well, the lady in white of the hotel, blah, blah, blah. Or, like she, yeah. if it's not more than one person, like she gets around. Cause like, <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I did not mean it like She's that. She's a spirit. She's free spirited. Yeah. That's one way <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, she was reported, uh, the woman in like, somebody saw the woman in white and they reported it on the, uh, they saw her on the ninth floor. And then there's, I guess, uh, the ghost of, a former owner um two former owners actually so like you see them and then you see just like shadows and other like apparitions just like haunt the hallways and like go down staircases and like you can see them float like not even walking and stuff like that um and then the lights turn off and on by themselves you know the usual furniture moves on its own the doors open and close on their own. Just everything has a mind of its own. I don't know if that. I don't think that'd bother me too much. The, what about thought, the? See, I feel like the lights want it, the doors want it, but the minute yeah. my furniture and my bed stops starts moving, I'm no, out. No, my bed, I'd probably be out because I like to sleep. Yeah, that would probably. Be I feel it. like I'd sleep through that though. Honestly, I can sleep through a lot. <laughs> All right, do you want me to do another one? Yeah, because I got two more. I all right. So Golly, this one's gonna be short as. It's fine. Fart. We'll just roll with it. Okay, yeah. so um, Noah actually helped me with this, finding this. Um, but it's a change from what I normally do. Now, in the Halloween duration of the podcast, I kind of covered exorcisms and, like, just, like, a little bit of, like, uh, like more supernatural stuff instead of just a ghost. So I was talking to him about, you know, this and everything, and he found this for me. So I'm going to start talking about this kind of stuff more, even though it's, like, not just specifically ghosts, but it has to do with, like, 
the paranormal. So, with that said, we're going to talk about devil worshiper, devil worshippers slash like a cult thingy, whatever you like want to call it. Okay, so this was in Florida. And this, I know (laughs) Florida, man, they they, they got a lot of crazy stuff that goes on down there. I've noticed they like to get in the news a lot for stuff they do. I know, right? Crazy ways, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so two girls were arrested in Barlow, Florida. These girls were 11 and 12. Um, on that day, they got arrested. They um, did a failed murder plot to uh, murder like half their class. Um, and they wanted to drink the classmates' blood. So, um, when they caught them, the cops went through their bags and stuff. They had several knives. They had butcher knives, paring knives, um, scissors, and a pizza cutter. <laughs> Just, you know, all chilling in their backpacks. They was going to go make a pizza. <laughs> and I guess whenever they were interviewing them and, like, kind of uh, interrogating them and stuff, one of the girls were like, um... We planned to kill as many as we wanted to kill as many as possible, um, and they told the cops that they were practicing uh, satan satan satanist. I almost said satanics, practicing a satanist. Um, and they also told the uh, cops or the whoever they were talking to that if it came down to it, they would have eaten uh, their own flesh and the classmates' flesh. Mm. So that, it's that's gross. how you make friends in school, right there, guys. You just eat them. That's how you become popular. When I was helping you research this, when I read the part about the pizza cutter, that's when it kind of made my eyes light up, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. man!" <laughs> These kids were like, "Okay, we get." It. I mean, they thought everything I, through. Jesus, I've never Christ. heard of using a pizza cutter as like a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically, like, what I was reading through, these girls, like, they had everything planned out, but they just were being kind of careless, that they, like, really, I'm not encouraging what they did, but, like, how they, like, went about it, how they got found out was, like, their own fault, also because, like, I mean, the world works in mysterious ways, but anyway. What's more weird about it, though, is it's not only satanic, but it's also cannibalistic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's gross. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. I know people get a... It went from, like, 1 to 100 real quick. Yeah. I know people get hungry, but come on. Yeah, don't eat other people. (laughs) Yeah. Can Um, I just cut a piece of your face off and eat it? um, Would you like that toasted? uh, No. Okay, so one of the uh, girls that had gotten arrested, she went to a classmate um, the day before they were planning to do this uh, murder plot. And she warned uh, that student not to come to school the next day that something bad was going to happen. Well, then that student got worked out, uh, worried, and told the told another teacher, and that that then that teacher told the principal, and then that principal got the cops involved, and then they then that's how that that's how the uh, girls got arrested. Like it led to them getting arrested. Um. That next day, they had, like, a huge-o standoff with these girls. They were looking everywhere for them, and they were having a standoff in the bathroom. Um, and that's when, like, everything came out. Well, they got both arrested and held in custody, and they were charged with the conspiracy theory... Or con- conspiracy to commit murder and possession of a deadly weapon on school property. Um, and then they confessed that they wanted to at least kill... 15 people, so, like, if this was pulled off, like, every one of those kids at the school could have died. Um, and then whenever they were, you know, when the cops are going through their homes and trying to see, like, why were they doing this and, like, just evidence and stuff, um, one of the girls had a hand-drawn map of the school and, like, where they were gonna go and, like, their plot, like, like, it was, you know what I mean? Like they had the, it planned out. Yeah. They really went in deep with this. Mm-hmm. And wow. then also here's where they messed up. So like, See, this is crazy. I can't imagine hating. I mean, I hated stuff before, but I never hated them that bad. To just I know. Actually, mm-hmm. sit down and go, okay, man, you're gonna die this way, mother. You know, and just plan it out. Yeah. Well, and then here's also also how they messed up. They were talk. They they were texting through it. Oh gosh. So oh, like. Yeah, real sloppy. Way too relaxed. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, see, that's the thing with with kids these days, though. They want to do crime and then put it on Facebook when they do it. Look what I did and take a selfie of them doing it. Yeah. Come on. If you're going to do something like that, don't show, dumbass. Not that we're encouraging. Don't put it all over Snapchat. Look, I'm selling weed. This is what I got. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't, don't do that on social media. Yeah. Yes, and I don't get it. People get pissed when they get caught about something. I'm like, well, why'd you get on social media? Yeah. Like the like, cops would be looking for. You know, that's the number one way the cops find people. They have one guy they pay that's a media guy. He goes through Tweet and Facebook finding people because they can't keep their mouth shut. <laughs> that's pretty sad. Um, and then one last thing about them. They wanted to uh, leave, like, a dead body by the entrance of their, like, how they wanted to start this whole thing. And then they wanted to, like, leave bones all over the school. Wow. So what was their superior motive, like, behind all this? Was it? They, they just wanted to become Satanists. So this is all driven by cult activity. Yeah. So. How many girls was it again? It was just two. <laughs> so it takes two to start a cult then. God. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. You need a leader and a follower. Yeah. Cause, so uh, every good cult starts. Yeah. Just don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, especially blood, because you don't know what some people have. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's gross. <laughs> don't ever do that. Okay, do you want to go or you want me to go again? Yeah, you can do one more and then I'll do my two twos. Yeah, two twos. Okay. Mm. All right. I don't know. I almost put the wrong time, y'all. All right. So this is going to be the old pink house in Savannah, Georgia. Um, again, there's like no history on this place. So I'm sorry. But there's more ghost up than there is history. That's great. I don't care. <laughs> All right. As long so as this... we got something spooky to Teddy's gooblers. Yeah. All right. So this place was built in 1771, and it was originally the home of Joseph Hambersham Jr. Say that again. Hambersham. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> oh, wait. It's Harbersham. Ah, uh, see. And it was like, something doesn't sound right. Harbersham, I think. I don't even know if that's right. <laughs> Harbersham. God dang. Okay. Anyway, he lived there um, until he died in 1802 in this house. So, yeah. Um, people see his apparition, but they see it more actively during um, October to March. Um, they see shadow, like a shadow person in... Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know that That's you hitting that spring. Um, Sounds like you're playing and, a guitar or something. No, 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 They see, like, the shadow man in revolutionary style clothing sitting at the end of the bar like talking to people and then he just disappears and then well, that's rude <laughs> and then get this so i don't know what it is with the ghost there but like there's this restroom downstairs for the customers to use and stuff like that well the ghosts like to lock them in there like why oh, they're God. using the bathroom and trying to get out they get locked in there by ghost oh, and the staff God. is like yeah we don't use the downstairs one we use the upstairs <laughs> So they're like, do you think they have like a key when that happens? Oh God, they'd have to. They'd, yeah, they'd have to. That like, or like a glass box that says in case of ghost emergency. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Get guess the key again. <laughs> he got somebody again. <laughs> he locked me in. But I do think it'd be like a really cool experience to have to like see revolutionary shoulders at one end of the bar and you're over there having a nice drink. Yeah. Oh God. That'd be something. Just think of the drunks going to the bathroom. That'd be even funnier. <laughs> they'd be hey, like, let me out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's uh, going on? That would be funny. These places would be so cool to like just go and. I know. Go check them out. That's what we want to do one time is do a podcast in one of these haunted places. Yeah. See if yeah, and like me and her was saying, we could report, do one for about fifteen minutes, go walk around for a while, come back, record for about another fifteen, just kind of rotate like that. And do it live and everything. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right. Well, do you want to go or you want me to go? I guess I'll do my two twos. Two two twos. We got the big Cotton Canyon Road in Utah. A lot of mine was a uh, Utah and I think South Dakota this time. Like I said, I just go through and just start looking stuff up. Alrighty, it starts at the mouth of the canyon and it runs through the canyon. It's about a uh, fifteen miles long. Many people have drowned in the nearby creek, and many people have seen a girl on the side of the road. Supposedly, she drowned, you know, in the uh, nearby creek. And then there's a hitchhiker with him and his dog. 
roaming up and down the road. And they say every time you pull over to stop and say, hey, when you pull over and you look in the rearview mirror or turn around, he's gone. Imagine you go to, like, go pet that dog and it just, like, disappears. Yeah. And then, uh... I feel bad. Yeah. That'd be weird. and be like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a ride in your... Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. See, you know, but see, that's what would creep me out. I think I could handle furniture moving or something like that, but I just couldn't... I don't think my brain could comprehend there was something just there and now it's gone. Yeah, you know, I'd be like, him. am I drunk right now? Well, it's like that time when Ashley got her hair pulled in oh, the kitchen my that day. My brain's, my brain's still like, can't compute. <laughs> well, not do that now. I can't. <laughs> no, this is a crazy story. There's a town in Utah called Thessal. Thessal. In 1983, Utah got a lot of rain that spring. Well, because they get a lot of the rain from the uh, mountains when they uh, act, when the spring comes, yeah, when the yeah. snow starts melting. <clears throat> well, they get a lot of that, and they got a lot of rain that year, too. Well, they got so much rain uh, on the uh, Spanish Fork River, a landslide happened and dammed it up right there, and it flooded its town. I mean, the town, no one died. It uh, <clears throat> Everybody got out in time with a few hours' notice, but... Uh, when everything receded and stuff, you can still visit a little bit of the town. But they, uh, they say they're some of the red because you know it was a. It started out as a, uh, I guess a halfway point between I can't remember the two town, the two states in Utah. But it was like a halfway point, and it was right there on the river. Oh, so it was okay. like back then, you know, it was a place where they traded goods and stuff. Well, after that, the railroad came through, and then after that, when the interstates came through, it kind of shut it down. And a lot of them people, you know, were there forever, and they say their spirits and stuff, you know, because they had to leave so, so in a rush, and then wherever they died, their spirits came back to their homes and haunt, you know. That wouldn't surprise me, though. Well, I know, because a forever. town that's been like there forever and had to leave like that. That's yeah, that crazy. would suck. Man, could you imagine, though, having to, come on, let's leave. Yeah, I would not like that. Yeah. Once again, it'd be a really cool experience to have those. Oh, yeah. God, though. Yeah, it'd be fun. All right, were those your two? So did those yeah. people die in the mudslide, though? No, because apparently it happened in between the two cities, or these two points. Mm. And so it's just like a historical thing. Yeah. Okay. Because they got, I guess, you know, because all those, what do they call them, the snow melts and all that, the like caps and all that. Or whatever, or? Yeah, they, well, that combined with, I guess, all the spring rain they had really had the hillsides loose, and it just, oh, okay. the landslide just... It's kind of like he's in a valley like this, and when that landslide happened, it kind of just damned it up. So it's kind of like a forgotten kind of city. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like that one town. Have you ever heard about that one town that people had to leave because underground oh, it's the, on fire? Yeah, that's That's crazy as shit. That's nuts. The movie Silent Hill is actually based off that. We were talking about that. Yeah. Too. yeah. I thought that one was crazy, too. And what's nuts is it happened like in the late 70s, the fire, and they thought that it was going to go out, but it never did. And I'm like, wow, way to go, genius. And it's still mm-hmm. burning to this day. Yes, and they, and they and they say there's so much coal down there, it, it it's going to burn forever. There's no way to put it out, and there's no way in hell to put it out, they said. Dang, how much coal is down there? That was what made the town famous was the mining town, was the mining. Mm. And what happened was they was burning their city trash by a coal mine. That can't be good. That's not very intelligent. Uh, No. I mean, I'm like, why would you do that anyway? Yeah, so, Mm. yeah, it's it's a forever inferno. I mean, look what it's done to the roads and stuff. There's so much heat just from that. There's like pools of magma and like open fires. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, um, on that note, I think I'm going to go on with my... Oh, and uh, I was going to tell you, we need to look up the uh, story, The Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. That was based off a true story. Yeah, the Bean Clan. It happened in Scotland. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know. Or was it Ireland? Scotland or Ireland? I think he was One Scotland. Yeah, but he's... Well, yeah, it's a creepy, nuclear, too. Nuclear testing and radio radioactive. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because I was just, I've seen that on Facebook, so I Googled it up one day, and yeah, it was based off, because I grew up watching it as a kid, the 70s movie. And I seen that, and I was like, that's pretty cool. I need to cover that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get started with my my next story. Okay, so this is the Oakland Cemetery in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, this place was originally named the Siddle 
Mm, the city burial place. Um, and they say it's the final resting place of close to 70,000 people. Damn. Yeah, I was 70, like... 70,000? Yeah. That's a lot, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and they say, like, there's, like, a lot of governors and generals and <coughs> clergymen and famous uh, Georgia <coughs> re residents there. And this place is really, like, the cemetery is huge. It's, like, 40 acres. It's really huge. Um, and there's also, like, a lot of unknown buried souls, and that's why they think it's haunted like it is, because, like, a lot of souls are, like, not, like, rested right. They're, like, set to rest. Like, <coughs> <right>. um, <coughs> they're buried with unmarked Yeah. <coughs> so, um, the, I guess there's, like, a confederate side to this um, cemetery, and on that side, uh, people near uh, people can hear names of like how uh, like the military people are like coaches call out your names like 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 that. They oh, hear yeah. that, but they like stated as like a military call or whatever. So like a sergeant then? Yeah, something like that. And um, then they like they can also like hear like responses back sometimes. Um, and then they see, like, Union soldiers hung from trees sometimes. And uh, then, like, they just, like, fade away. That's kind of grizzly. So, I've noticed that on some of these, like, a lot of people, like, see, like, literally people hanging by their neck. I don't understand that. Well, there's that place in uh, the Metroplex, remember? You'll see people hanging from the trees because that's where they used to take people and hang them. Oh, and yeah. Park, I can't remember the name of that place, but it's another like it's got like what three or four good hot places for ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big old park in the middle of the metroplex over there. Yeah, I totally forgot about that one. Well, speaking of hanging though, that's been used like throughout history in every single country. I oh, believe. oh, oh, yeah. It's a form of torture and execution. And Everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's one form that's ever everybody's used. Yeah. I never thought to ball thought. Me neither. I was. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. All right. Well, then, excuse I'm gonna... me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna move on to um, this one. This is called the 1790 Inn and Tavern in Savannah, Georgia. Tavern. Um, this is the oldest hotel in Savannah, and I guess there's someone here by the name of Annie. And Savannah's Ro already Rowell. pretty haunted, isn't it? Isn't that like one of the haunted places, one of the most haunted places in America? I think so. Yeah, on that notebook right there, that red one, there's like a chunk of just all in savannah Jeez, that's another yeah. place to be man you could we could live down there for a year and investigate and never find everything yeah oh, yeah for sure so the spirit she's a young girl and she fell like off her balcony like from her room and she fell to her death and that room is now 204 um a lot of people have different versions of her but the only thing that they know for sure is that she was 17 and pregnant and then she died they don't know, like, what happened, though. Like, for sure, they just know the, that thing. The, wow. You know. So that's the only thing that we they can't figure out. But um, the guests that stay there, they awaken to see Anne, the ghost, looking over them. And then she turns away into tears, and she jumps out the window. So, like, some guests will literally see her, like, and her ghost self, like, re-jump out the window. That would trip me out. Yeah, and, like, because you can look, like, I'm pretty sure you would look down, there'd be nobody there, or, like, yeah. you go to get help, and she'd be gone, or something. Um, and then a lot of people experience missing belongings. This I don't really understand. Uh, a lot of the women's undergarments would go missing. Huh? <laughs> That's Like, weird. bras right? and panties. Like a panty raid? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Ghost, ghost panties. Oh. <laughs> super like, punch of the Like, I don't get it. I was like, what is it with, like, if you, I don't, this doesn't tell me if it's male, but, like, a lot of these stories, like, it's either, like, a really mean ghost <laughs> or, like, something not sexual per se, but it's like, oh, we're going to take your panties or we're going to touch you while you're asleep or we're going to, like, come and touch your cheek while you're sleeping. Like, <laughs> keep your hands to yourself. Um, and then, like, so their panties and stuff go missing and then they later find them in the bushes behind the hotel. Oh, my God. That's even creepier. Yeah. <laughs> See some bum walking down the road with your panties on his head. <laughs> that would be yeah. Um, and then people like lay down when they go to bed and stuff, and they can they awake to, like feel like a soft like hand Ooh. on your cheek, and uh, they no one's there. <laughs> 
Um, and then last thing, and this reminds me of the place we have here, if you want to stay in room 207, you have to sign a waiver basically saying whatever happens in there is not on us. Dude, we'd have to do a podcast there. That'd be crazy. Oh, that would be freaking amazing. No, in our life, i got to get my head shoved through the monitor or something. <laughs> That's why they made me sign that waiver. <laughs> yeah, we have really bad luck when it comes to stuff. Yeah. What do you think would happen, though, if like something did go wrong and someone got really hurt? I don't know. I'd flip. Like I said, I can handle stuff moving. I'd flip out. If I heard stuff, I'd flip out. But if I like actually seeing shadow figures, oh, God, yeah, I'd be like, mm. Yeah, same. I'd flip. So I think our first investigation, it's clear we were all wearing Depends. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We're going to have to. Well, then, like, Ashley and Tyler are going to come. Well, gosh, we're so interested in Justin. If he comes, he kind of he, oh, he hear? Like girl. Did you hear? They're going to start doing tours through the old uh, Fort Walters Hospital. Of oh, the Beach Army one? Yeah. When? They start doing tours. You got to book them. I get it on Facebook because hmm. I like the page. Over at that, uh, the, was it the Hangman House for a night over there in Middle Wells next to the Baker? Oh, the, oh, the Haunted uh, Hill House. Oh, Haunted yeah, Hill. you can stay there. I was thinking about doing that, it's too. It's like, where'd you get hangman? Because we talked no, about that. Because um, around the holidays, the uh, Halloween mm-hmm. and all that, the price goes up on it. So she said try Way up. You know. The next, like, they don't have any more bookings till freaking February. Yeah. yeah. So what I was thinking was when our year anniversary comes up with the podcast, which would be, what, May? We have to, like, schedule something yeah, we're gonna in January. Try to, yeah, we're going to try to schedule it, like, in January or February. Go ahead and book it. And uh, do a podcast. I think that'd be kick ass. I believe they do stuff where you can actually go like yeah, they like along with investigators. Yeah, yeah, because it's like for the month of October, like on the seventeenth. I remember because I wanted to go so freaking bad. Not it wasn't Zach, but it was the other guy. I think it was Aaron off of Ghost Adventures. I think no, I thought Aaron quit. Ghost no, Adventures. not Aaron. Starts. With, it's one of the other guys. <laughs> I don't know the bald. The bald. Yes, the bald one. Uh, is it that with Jason, the bald one? Jason, yes, it was Jason. Yeah. I, was yeah. Quit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said Aaron. Anyway, and they, the like, Jason was there, gonna do tours and help you like learn what everything is and everything. Oh like man. Like EMF detectors. Yeah. And crazy stuff. But it was. See, I noticed the Nazareth Hospital. The people who own it have been doing that sometimes, even after Halloween. Though you pay like a hundred bucks and you stay the night, of course, you know, and they show you how to do the, all the equipment, how to read it and all that. Yeah, it would be so freaking cool. That would be cool. I feel like we should do an EVP session here. No. Well, you never know. Oh, yeah, no, day. because, like, we've we already, have stuff happen, yeah, but, like, I feel... we've caught a couple things on the webcam when we do shows sometimes. There's one time right in the middle of a podcast, I was editing one night and found it. You see, like, something kind of come up and go dink, dink like this and kind of shoot up. Like an orb, or...? No, like a straight line, kind of. Like, it was weird because it was like a feather floating going up. But then when it came down. When it came down, it was the feather because when it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. It went up looking like like an orb. Yeah, like an orb. But then it shot down like an instant. Real slow, like a feather. Yeah, when it shot back down. Between me and I. Was it me or you or Ashley? I think. Yeah, I was doing the editing. So put that. Because I'll put the videos on YouTube when we do them. And it was crazy. He was doing the editing, and I stopped it. Yeah, it goes up. It kind of goes up fast, but then it comes back down and just kind of real graceful and slow. And, I and was there's like, no fan or anything on when we record. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you're here, you see. Like, yeah. yeah, it is hot in here, so I believe yeah. that 100%. Yeah, we got, because, <laughs> I mean, we put music and stuff in it, but, like, if we have the fans going, we notice, like, you hear, like, a lot of background noise. Yeah, so we've been and, cutting all the fans off. And, and these yeah. mics already pick up everything. Yeah, and it was just creepy, you know, especially when you're doing, because that night, that time, the kids were gone, Lexi was gone, so I was doing some editing late night, like, at 1 o'clock in the morning, drinking that my coffee. And I seen that, and I was like, okay, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> It's so creepy anymore. because, like, I'll be in the living room, and um, <coughs> I can, like, hear footsteps behind me. Oh, yeah, you can be in the living room and, sometimes, yeah. and here's what creeps me out. I just don't let it get to me. I'll be in the living room watching TV, and all the kids would be gone, and all the dogs would be in the living room, and I'll hear some steps in the uh, kitchen, and I'm like, what the, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, it's crazy. I don't know. It's not cool, especially when I'm here alone. Oh, no, it freaks me out. Like, I can handle some of that, but I feel like if anything, if I ever heard my name when I'm here alone, I'm never coming back. I've, or heard, like, I've heard someone call my name here. 
Not once, the but thing not like once, is like not once, so but smart. twice. Like it's the littlest things too that can really scare you. It, yeah. yeah, and you think you can handle it, but then it's like I know. And see, I turn into big old chicken shit because I watch scary movies when I'm no one's here by myself. I'm like, heck yeah, I can catch up on some stuff, and I scare myself. I go back. If I watch scary movies, no, it can't be completely dark. Well, it depends on what it is. But they're better when it's dark. Yeah. I know. You don't get the full effect, right? Yeah, the full immersion. Depending I mean, on like, on, depending on how dark it is. I mean, depending on how scary it is, I can't like it can be completely dark. Like if I were to watch Sinister when I was like oh, no, fourteen, with all like with Justin, whenever <laughs> my, that shit scared him. My nephew Justin, he's how old now? Twenty. Twenty. Well, he just turned twenty-one. Yeah, he just turned twenty-one. He's he was, still afraid of that Sinister guy that. Yeah, when he was like sixteen, we were watching uh, it, and I was like fourteen. Go when I'd be at the shop sometimes where I used to work, I'd go inside the office and I'd I'd scan pictures off of that guy's face, and we'd have a party at his house or barbecue. I'd go tape it to his room, and he'd go to turn his light on. (gasps) Here's what you gotta do: you gotta get a nice picture of like a family photo and. Crop, crop that face real nicely in a bush or something. Oh gosh, he would crap. We need, you know, those life size, uh, like big old cardboard pictures you could get. Like a cutout. Yeah, we oh, need God. to get him one of those, of, like something so scary, or even like mad. a freaking alien yeah. or something. Because he has See, like a thing. theory oh, gosh. that like aliens are gonna come and get him yes. like any day. Now. He texts his sister one day, flipping out, going, "Sis, if you don't hear from me, it's because the aliens got me. I love you, sis." And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're coming to get me. And she's like, okay. So. I mean, honestly, you guys could just do content on just like jacking with him. Well, golly, <laughs> see, that's what one Start thing we're thinking about videos. doing yeah. is getting a saucer and getting in front of his window because he sleeps in the front and go, ooh. Because <laughs> he's the kind of guy who, who he flip, he reacts quick and don't. Let it process first. He's like, oh my God, man. Oh my God. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> it's so Dude. funny, though. Because he's like, even me, I'm like, wait a minute. Something's yeah. not right. <laughs> but and he, I, it's he don't me. think. He's like, oh shit. Automatically. It's so funny. It's, he's, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's fun to scare him. He's one definitely who would be fun taking on a freaking little adventure with. He'd, he'd be that, he'd be that yeah, person that back would be like, yeah. did you hear that? Did you yeah. hear that? Oh my God, what was that, guys? Something touched me, man. Yeah, he was something we cannot leave in the back. Yeah, he'd be that one. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go. And then five minutes in, can I go back and watch the monitor, Dude, man? If we went, I don't, I wouldn't want to be in the back. Oh, you guys should go to Alcatraz. That'd be, a That'd really be cool. Yeah, I really I want to travel and do this or stuff Chernobyl. so bad. I know. That's what I'm hoping for. A couple of years, it starts rolling and all that. Like do a week, start doing on the weekends, and then eventually do it. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. All right, well. And I won't have to work anymore because mm-hmm. it's podcast, which I pretty much do my whole life anyway, so. Yeah, you and me both. All right, well, um, we got a little carried away there. It's okay. We're talking about ghosts. It's okay. It's within the it's subject. Great. Hey, it was a good filler. Yeah. All right, well, let's do our, like, weekly announcements and crap. All right. Well, um, YouTube is not up to date right now. We are going to get caught up on that this weekend and some yeah. next week. Um, We're going to get Patreon caught up. Um, I'm going to be working on Facebook and uh, Instagram. I'm sorry that I suck and I'm not being the proper co-host, but I'm trying. <laughs> College is kicking my butt right now, but I, time. huh? It just takes time. Yeah, I'm, it's, I can't, I'm so having a hard time adjusting, but, um, I'm working on that with you guys and I'm supposed to be checking out somebody's, a bunch of people's content and everything. Um, yeah, Alex, you're letting our fans down, you know. Stop. It's like I told Ashley, I look at it this way. They go out of their way to listen to us. They don't have to. So we need to go out of our way and treat them extra special because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have anything. I know. And we really do appreciate you guys. Like I said at the beginning, it's um, episode 30 today and this is Wednesday. Hey, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Whenever this comes out. Oh, God. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, buddies. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um, if you're getting to celebrate it, because I know a lot of places are shutting Thanksgiving down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the day that we're recording this, we made it to 1,000 downloads. Yes. We're thank so you, happy gracias. and so proud of everybody, and thank you for st- sticking with us. It was awesome. I was counting them like counting Dracula, you know, mm-hmm. off of Sesame Street. One download, two downloads. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the support, and keep it up. Um, I think that's it. 
Uh, don't forget we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Patreon, YouTube. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere. Yeah, I'll make a list one we're day on and I I'll Heart, put it on my uh, socials. Amazon. We're pretty much on everything but Sirius Radio and, uh, yeah. and uh, Pandora. Pandora. For some reason, it's kind of hard to get on there. They're being little stuck-up buttheads. If they don't want us, they can eat a bunch of... Okay. Oh, well. All right, we'll have a... Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. This has been what ghost stories told from the South. I almost said mine, Stephanie's. Uh, I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Stephen Lebooth, and I will see you later. If you've been listening to this, you've been listening to Ghost Stories Told from the South, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Well, I'm glad y'all like that. That's a... Uh, one we did a year ago, but yeah, Lexi's still gonna drop in every now and then. But uh, sure, I'm happy you guys are still still sticking around and listening. Tell your friends about us. It's Ghost Stories Told from the South. We are uh, on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, iTunes. I mean, all that good stuff. So y'all guys, uh, tell your friends about us. Look us up. We got some. Uh, you we got a YouTube channel going too. So it's all good, man. But. Thank you guys for everything. Mm, excuse me. And uh, don't get too scared now by the campfire. This is good campfire weather. You guys be good, be scary, and uh, keep creeping, man. See you later. Bye.